everyone, welcome back to our Thursday episode. My name's Kat. I'm Claire. I'm Missy. And we are super excited for another episode joined by inspirational speakers. And today you are coming to hear myself, Kat, and Missy because we are missing our autumn Claire because she is at home dealing with a sick baby, our sick little toddler and our sick little self. Um, so obviously on Thursdays we either talk about coaching things, our own mindset, or we get guests on to speak and share their amazing stories and the stuff that they've been through. And today is just myself and Lizzie and we want to talk about mindset and kids. And the reason we spoke, want to speak about this is because number one is a huge part of our lives. We both have kids. We both help them massively with their mindset. And number two, out with our own coaching business that we do together, we're global coaching community. We also have our individual businesses. Like for me, Mings is Mindset Dreamers. And I work with kids on their mindset and do courses with them, do one-to-one coaching, do group things because I know how important it is to learn to work on your mindset from a young age. It is something that most adults in our generation have missed out on and are still missing out on. And if we can teach the younger generation how to have a positive mindset, how to have a growth mindset, how to love themselves, how to build their confidence, how to have self-worth, self-acceptance, how to deal with anxiety, stress, grief, and everything in between, then hopefully in their future, we will have a generation of less depression, less anxiety, less stress, less suicide, less bullying, less everything negative in the world right now. Absolutely. <laughs> like, and for anybody out there who is like Kat and I, who homeschools their kids who thinks that mind your mindset is everything and you're I for me my kids have been my greatest teachers I have learned some of my greatest lessons from my kids from patience obviously <laughs> to what real love is and being able to focus on what life is really about and stuff like that. And for anybody out there that's listening, if you are a parent, if you, something that I learned, um, a couple years ago is if you ever want to get information out of your children, which you can hear in the background right now, (laughs) if you ever want to get information out of your kids, you don't have to ask them questions. All you have to do is go love on them. Go love on them. Give them a hug. Just sit there for a second. Even if you're on your phone, you're doing what you're going to do with or without them. If you go and you do that, if you go and you love on them, all of a sudden their stuff starts to kick in. And anyone for that matter, actually, I've noticed anybody in my life for that matter it works for anyone, but if you just go and you love on someone and they, you don't have to force it. 
You don't have to force it. It just comes out. And like I said, the greatest lessons I've ever learned have been for my kids and, um, they help me be better people 100% and allowing them to be themselves and be okay with that. With my own OCD and ADHD has been a learning curve. Okay. Like I'm not saying it's been it all sunshine and rainbows and everything that we go through is so great. And like, it's not, as many it's fucking not, as it really isn't. It really isn't. For kids as anyone. Like, we're life with our kids and we're, our mindset and our kids' mindset is not perfect and it's never going to be. But the difference is we have the tools to work on us and to help them work on them. And it's so important. Obviously, this is a podcast for adults. Um, If you're a parent or an auntie or an uncle or a grandparent, if you're working on your mindset, then you're being a role model for your kids and they will want to start working on theirs too. If you're saying affirmations every day, your kids are going to start saying affirmations. If you're saying gratitude every day, your kids are going to start saying gratitude. If you feel yourself getting stressed out, frustrated, and you stop and breathe, that is what your kids will start doing. Like, my five-year-old son said to me today, I'm starting to feel really angry and I've not learned how to control my anger yet. That's what my five-year-old says to me today. And he was able to come to me and say that instead of freaking out. And I'm not saying, I mean, he freaks out, any screams, any shouts, any loses his shit. But he was aware of the situation today that he was able to come and say that to me for me to give him a tool to help him calm down. And he did. And that's learning from experience. That's him seeing what's happening. I would openly say to my kids, mummy needs a couple of minutes just now of quiet or mummy needs to go and have a cup of tea just now or mummy needs to breathe just now because I'm feeling really stressed or because there's there's too much noise or like because obviously I get I get overstimulated by the amount of noise and sometimes my brain just goes into overdrive and I can't then answer a question or listen to what something's somebody's saying and my kids have picked up on that that they now know that my daughter who's 10 knows that when she's feeling overstimulated or when she's feeling annoyed or people or like especially when I'm working if things are getting too much for her she'll say I'm going to take myself to my bedroom just now and she goes to her bedroom and nine times out of ten when she goes to her bedroom she opens up her journal and she does a positive activity she does either some mindfulness coloring she does some journaling she writes in like she's got little workbooks that are for positivity she does one of those activities nine times out of ten she goes and she does something that is going to help her feel better and that's because she's learned how to do that How often do you speak negatively to yourself? Are you constantly putting yourself down and comparing yourself to others? Wouldn't it be amazing to wake up and feel rested? And wouldn't it be great to not have to feel guilty about your food choices? We have been there. 
We have felt guilty. We have talked badly about ourselves. We have made ourselves feel miserable. Can you relate? We have also overcome it. So we have created a community to work on all of this and more. We help women who feel trapped take imperfect action to create a life they absolutely love. Do it for you. This is for total well-being. Contact us at info at globalcoaching.community. We'll see you soon. Yes, absolutely. And my kids are the same, but if your kids are anything like mine, so Sentry, my daughter, she's nine. She does not go and journal. (laughs) She will go and hit a pillow and she will scream into it and she will shout into it and she will get all of her feelings out and then she will be able to compose herself and come out and have an actual conversation with me. And I, I've had to learn to let her just do it because I mean, in the beginning I was like, okay, like, what is going I mean, she legit, I mean, she loses her shit on that pillow. She does. But it's her way of processing. She processes by letting it all out and, you know, like not on anybody else, but just letting it all out. And then, okay, what do I actually want from this situation? And again, like, I, I wish that I would have had the ability to do that when I was her age. Again, she's nine years old and like my mom was always very open with me and we had a lot of really great conversations and, and stuff like that. But, um, being able to be open and honest with everybody in my life when I was younger was really hard. And I don't know if anybody else can relate to this as a kid, but people look at you as a kid. They're just like, Oh, they're a kid, but children are amazing. Like the, the things that they can teach you if you actually pay attention is incredible. And it's what I've based a lot of the things that I've like my recovery is a really good way to put it has been based on the things that I've gone through with my kids. And, um, it's actually really incredible because they, they're just so resilient. And I've always, I've said for years, like, we need to be more like kids. We need to be, don't mind my cats chasing each other across the bed. Um, but we need to be more like kids because we teach our kids to have manners. We teach our kids to be okay with themselves. We teach them to love themselves. We teach them, you know, all of these things. But then as we get older, we don't do those things. Why? why we, we don't do it as adults and we didn't actually learn it. And so that's why my philosophy is we need to be more like kids. We need to be more childlike. <laughs> oh, Messi's cats are going 
Messy cats are boys. Cats gonna have to take over Please. so I can lock them out because they are freaking out. Okay. You're really not on board with everything she's saying. Oh, cats, pets, and kids. If it's not one, it's the other. Disrupting and getting in the way. But that, that is life. And you know what? It's the beauty of what we do. It is absolutely beautiful what we do. I have got my daughter sitting behind me right now at her little desk creating cards for her business and she should be in bed sleeping but tonight we had a little hiccup and all is fine then we've decided instead of her trying to get to sleep when she's feeling the way she's feeling that she's doing something that she feels good about and then we'll go back to the bed part again and I think sometimes as parents we need to be adaptable like that like Yes, okay, it's not good keeping your kids up at the late at night when they need to be up early in the morning and obviously it interferes with their routine and interferes with their tiredness, but sometimes you need to be realistic because kids are just like us. Sometimes you go to bed and you hit anxiety mode, you hit stress mode, your head's in overtime, maybe you're upset and the best thing to do is to get up and do something that is going to make you feel better or do a meditation or whatever it is. And we need to stop treating kids differently from how we would be treated and yes it can't happen every night but now and again like tonight I know the best thing to do was what she's doing right now because I knew that's what was going to help her and then when it comes back to going into bed yeah she's going to feel better yeah I mean think about Einstein and you know all of these people who I mean think about all of the ideas that you have going on in your head in the middle of the night that you sit there and you're like, oh, I'm going to remember this in the morning, but you don't, you don't remember it. You don't write it down. You just, oh, this is such a great idea. Oh, I, I really love this. And then you, and then it's just gone, you know, like, I think society and you know, everything. Yes. You need to have a sufficient amount of sleep. And, and stuff, but like the schedule that that is on isn't always, it doesn't fit everyone. It's not always a nine to five people. Okay. Like that's not, and that, no, and it's definitely not the way that things are going. And I, I honestly don't think that it should be. I, when my kids have and it's, it's always, it's always when I'm putting them to bed, they have their, their big ideas and the things that they want to talk to me about and all of these things. Whereas, I mean, I can go all day. There's so many reels. There's so many memes out there, you know, how was your day? Oh, it's fine. There's nothing yep. to talk about. But then when it comes to nighttime, it's like, Brrr. but that's where their mind goes, you know, let them go, let them tell you what it is or record it or whatever, like there is no actual time frame. There isn't in, you know, a right or wrong way to do things. And as Kat was saying, as adults, like when we have those moments, when we have those feelings and stuff, you should get up. You should write those things down. You should feel that passion and think about those things and grow you know, no matter what time it is, because as soon as you do that, you're going to get it all out and you're going to pass the fuck out. You're going to pass out and you're going to have the best sleep that you've had in a minute. 
But if you just lay there and you're not actually like doing what you're, you're, it's your purpose. It's, it's your life calling you, telling you, Hey, you asked for something and I'm telling you what the answer is, but you're not listening. So, you know, just, I don't know, just start listening to that. I, I 100% agree with Kat because it's yes, sleep is very important. Self-care is extremely important. It's something that we teach on a daily basis because if you don't do that, then you're, you can't do the things that you need to do in your life. Well, you can, but you can't do them in the, what's the words that I'm looking for? I'm lost. Help me. Um, <laughs> you can do what you you're, you're basically just going through the motions, you know, and there's a difference between just going through the motions and actually living your life. And sometimes you have to step out of normal and do things that are different in order to be able to live the life that you want to live. So staying up past your bedtime or going out and doing something out of your comfort zone that you wouldn't necessarily do on a typical basis or, um, you know, just any of it. It's, there are so many different ways to be able to live a, the life that you actually want to live instead of just, uh, and kids teach us that on a daily basis. They teach us that on a daily basis, which is the whole reason why we wanted to talk about this is because like how many times have you been in your head or doing things or whatever and your kids or someone else's kids or you, you hear something and like, you're just like, eh, like I'm, I'm, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Do you struggle with confidence? Do you struggle with self-love? Do you find it hard to have a positive mindset? Are you overwhelmed with everyday tasks? Does negative self-talk and thoughts affect your daily life? Are you constantly self-sabotaging? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then we have a solution for you. Global Mindset Community is a group coaching forum where you can build a growth mindset and step into your greatness. Mindset is everything. Sign up to the group's monthly subscription and start living a limitless life that you absolutely love. Go to info at globalcoaching.community or you can find them on Instagram or Facebook at Global Coaching Community. Realistically, like if a child comes up to you with a fake phone and go <laughs> and they ask you to answer it, you freaking answer it. You answer it, not just for, not just for them. It's not just for them. It's for you too. It's for you too to step out of where you are for a second and into the moment. Okay. And that's the most important thing that kids help us do and why I love working with them and just being with them is because they not only help me be present but they teach me how 
to move forward at the same time because we're in the moment, but we're also talking about, oh, this is really cool. And do you remember being a kid? Like, it's the most amazing thing in the world. And so if you haven't hung out with a child in a minute, you should totally do that and actually have a conversation. Connect with that person. And when I say a child, I mean, it could be a 15 year old. My son's 15 and the conversations I have with him are incredible. He just, they have a different perspective because they haven't been totally out in the world yet. Um, which is why we love working with them to help them move into the world that they're getting into because as we all know, it's a lot. It can be a lot, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. You can bring yourself back into the moment, which is what my kids help. I would say right now, more than ever, and I don't know if it's just because social media is highlighting it with all the, the groups that I'm on and the people that I speak to. I see so many posts and things of parents talking about their kids having anxiety and I do think that this is a massive massive thing that's happened just now whether it's to do with COVID the dreaded word whether it's to do with all the lockdowns and kids being away from everyone for so long that's obviously a big part of it but also included in that like the world is very different to what it was when we were kids schools are very different to what they were when we were kids and not so much for the better in some cases in other cases yeah, yeah they've got better there's so many things happening in the world just now and with kids also having social media and seeing things it highlights a lot more and there is a big need for kids to be working on their mindset and the biggest majority of clients that i have that are children is based around anxiety haven't been through it personally as an adult and with a child like it's it's something that I do think needs so much more awareness right now earlier this evening I was working with one of my my younger clients he's 14 but I, I work with kids like from younger to teenager as well as working with adults I do have to say that I love working with women right I love all the coaching groups that we have through our own business that we do together but I love working with kids like it is my favorite to work and coach with kids a hundred percent and it's, so this kid that I was working with earlier today he is it's anxiety it's struggling with anxiety with so many different things worried about so many different things and what I was teaching him today was to create a plan so I'm going to share that with you because I think it's something that's really good for adults and for adults to share with their kids. So if you say, when I feel anxious, I can. And write it down on a piece of paper. When I feel anxious, I can. And then choose three things, three things that you can do that will make you feel better. So no matter what, you can do it for each situation that you normally feel anxious about, you can do different plans for each thing, or you can have one plan for everything, like whatever works for you. And it could be anything. 
Like obviously if you're feeling anxious at home or at work or somewhere else then they might need to be different plans but there could be things like when I feel anxious I can take five deep breaths and tell myself everything will be okay. I can say my affirmations and then write down the affirmations that you would say to yourself. I can say my gratitude. I can phone a friend. I can put my favourite song on. I can go for a walk. Like, if you have a plan for when you get anxious, as soon as you start feeling those anxious feelings, it's easier to deal with because then you can say, right, okay, I'm feeling this way, but I've got a plan. This is what I need to do. And then go do it. And I know that sounds really simple. Well, I don't really need to make a plan because I know playing my favourite song is going to help me, so that's just what I'll do. That won't work because when you're in that moment, when you're in that moment, that is not what you will not do. When you're in that moment. But if you have a plan written down and you read over it daily and you talk to yourself about it, then you will put the steps into action. And it takes time, but it's definitely one of my top tools for dealing with anxiety as an adult or as a child. So if you yourself are dealing with it or if you have a child dealing with it, then I advise you to do this step and obviously if anybody does have any questions about things like this for yourself or for kids then please hit us up that is what we do yes we have a podcast yes we're full of fun laughter in life but as our business we coach we work on mindset we we have backgrounds in psychology and relationships and anxiety and stress and depression and cognitive behaviour therapy and talk therapy. Like we have it all between the three of us. And all you need to do is reach out and come and ask because we were talking before we got on this call and Missy said that one of the biggest tools that she's learned is to ask for help. And that's all we're asking from you. If you're struggling, then reach out and ask for help. If your child is struggling, then reach out and ask for help. There is always someone who has the tools that will be able to help you. So don't struggle alone, especially at this time of year. Thank you so much for joining us on another Thursday call. We love you so much. Like she said, don't struggle alone. You got this, okay? There's so many resources out there. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks everyone. We will see you next time. Love you. Goodbye.